0: All right, everybody. Welcome to Mavs Moneyball Live. This is Kirk Henderson coming to you right after the Dallas Mavericks fell to the New Orleans Pelicans, one twelve to one zero three. Uh, the Mavericks played without Luka Doncic, who was out for what was initially called a back injury during the day that translated to or that that switched up to say he was out with an illness later. Right before the game, Kristaps uh, Porzingis was out with rest. Um, for whatever that means, uh, you know, kind of load management type things, and the Mavericks went out and essentially played an eight-man rotation against the Pelicans team, which played last night, and they, you know, it's going kind of one of these games where the Mavericks look like they're going to get absolutely run off the floor early. At one point in the game, it was uh, thirty to forty-four, I think. And uh, the Pelicans were up. Then the Mavericks, you know, got got on a pretty incredible hot streak. They scored 15 straight themselves and it made it a ball game. Uh, and then as the game wore along, it just it really became a, a, an instance of the Pelicans simply having, you know, two better players. I, I'm not really a fan of Ingram's game. But if if, you know, Dwight Powell being virtually unplayable uh, against teams with actual centers, Resulted in Boban having to defend the pick and roll, and he really did an admirable job for him. Um, but when the Pelicans switched between Zion and switched between Ingram, just kind of relentlessly attacking uh, to to close out, you know, parts of the third and then the fourth quarter, there really wasn't much the Mavericks could do. It was going to be, you know, rely upon some big time shot making, and you know, the, the I I I want to say the Mavericks would have, you know, really. Might have had a chance had um J- or not, Josh Richardson played an even even anything other than garbage fire shitty game. the Mavericks might have been okay, but he was one for eleven for the field, had three horrendous turnovers with his Stanley dribble moves. And the Mavericks ended up, uh, you know, kind of falling late. They were really bad in, in the crunch time, but that's, you know, kind of to be expected. I don't really hold, hold them against, uh, hold much against the team as a whole. Carlisle only played eight guys, really stretched his minutes out uh, for, for exactly who he had available. And, you know, the Mavericks, uh, the Mavericks fell. So that's kind of your in-game recap here. Um, I'm going to bring up uh, some folks if want to chat for a bit. So, Matt, thank you for joining us. How you doing? Hey, what's going on? Uh, I feel terrible. That's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it, it kind of the effect. I mean, it's hard to be upset about any of the guys that actually played tonight other than, you know, Josh Richardson was not good. Um, very clearly. Um, the thing is, again, I mean, we sit there and we see, as I said we probably would yesterday, they played last night. Yep. Zion has every bit the injury hit. Well, I mean, not as much, but. He has an injury history as well, and plays a style that should make him more susceptible to recover to recurring knee injuries than KP. But hey, they can play him. Yeah, and it's it's you know okay,
0: but man, the way they officiate him is just awful. It's tough. It's tough. Um, the Mavericks had a lot of weak fouls on him that I, I'm furious at that Finney Smith swiped down where he had the spin move, and and Finney still fouled him. And it's like what? What are you doing? Like at that point, you're beat. Like the guy's all—he's unguardable. Like watching him move when he when he even has a step is pretty something. But it—the foul calls—it was—it's—it's. It's, I but, don't know. I don't really see any other way of doing it. <laughs> I mean, and we like, got—and and to be fair, so I'm not ultra homer.
1: The Burke three point foul was also a terrible, real ball. bad.
0: Yeah, uh, I thought so too. <laughs> just
1: not to be a homer there. But the other thing is when you call the Maxi moving screen. When Steven Adams takes three steps and hugs the guy on the oh, next section sure. down the floor, how do you not call
0: that, like, just straight back-to-back? <sighs> yeah, didn't love that one. I mean, the the that one ended up being on Brunson because Maxie really was moving. I mean, it was like, it was a pretty sweet lead, lead block, but all he had to do was wait, maybe a dribble more, and it should have been there. But I, I agree with you. I mean, the stuff that – Adams is just such a crafty screener. He's real good at it. But you know that that sort of stuff ended up not totally being, you know, it. There's really, there's really not a ton to be bothered by, other than you know, when you watch a game like this, you, you're reminded of just how, um, how not talented enough Dorian Finney-Smith is. For example, he tries hard, but he's just, you know, it's, yeah, he played he 38 was, minutes and he had four rebounds, four assists, and and, and were, six points.
1: Really terrible defensively today. Who like, was who, Dorian? He was yeah. really bad defensively today. Like I mean, he he complained about about Tim and stuff like that. Dorian got cooked by pretty much everyone that he was on.
0: The dirty dark secret is that Dorian's actually pretty bad against most people. It's that he's really good against James Harden somehow and then that carries over with him continuing to get like really tough defensive assignments. I mean, Ingram's a tough guard. Like he's he's so big, like he's he's taller than Finney Smith and you know he's really long, but it's like one dribble moves, just Dorian gets beat. I don't. I mean that that wasn't. You know that sort of stuff wasn't why yeah. they lost. Like they just weren't. They just weren't good enough. Yeah, we just don't have enough talent.
1: I mean, like yeah. with the roster we played today, and that's what I said a minute ago. It's just it's hard to be upset with anybody that played today. They're just out talented. I yeah. mean, like, we don't play Kristaps or Luca, and I mean I'm assuming that this was not just to rest Luca. Like he actually has something going on because there's no reason to
0: rest him on both nights. <sighs> Well, I mean, if he was actually not feeling well, like somebody, I have no idea if this is true, so please don't quote me on this, everyone, but a couple of people told me they thought that he might have gotten the second shot of the vaccine uh, within the last couple of days, which, you know, if he started to feel crappy late, I know how he feels, so, um, uh, you know, and, and that sort of stuff is, is tough to play through. So, yeah. I don't know, this is just one you kind of kind of got to chalk up, but it's it's another where, you know, sitting them both last night, or sitting sitting Luca last night was a you know it was a mistake on its face. Um, I don't understand these decisions they're making collectively because I, I can't has please in the comments or or come up on stage. Has there been a game yet where they've sat one or both you know where they've sat Luca or they sat both that they've won? Because I can't think of any. I saw everybody in the comments
1: today said we were one in three when Luca didn't play. And what's what the one? One of them wasn't the one where
0: I'm trying to remember, remember. Like I
1: don't recall the one, but I just know everybody in the comments earlier said we were one in three in the games. Luca hasn't played.
0: Well, oh, I'm gonna okay. So I I'm I'm gonna assume Travante knows the answer because he just he just invited asked to come up on stage. So I'm gonna see here. Do you know the answer, Travante? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey, man. What's up, Kurt? Oh, we're just talking. What's going on?
1: Good, man. Uh, I don't even know the answer to that question, but I'm sure it's probably 0-5 <laughs> sure whatever Luke and Porzingis have said.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: when I get off, I'll go look it up on Basketball Reference. It won't take me very long. Then right. I'll comment it in the chat. Cool. All right. I mean, that's really – the only thing is you just – I just wanted to say I was – I did enjoy all the guys playing hard and everything. I mean – it's just one thing I mean, this does prove is even for when the team is at full strength, we need to move Richardson. Like, we think of him as the secondary creator. He yeah. really needs to move into the Dorian role where he's the worst offensive player.
0: Yeah. On, like, on the court. I mean, yeah. that dude was in quicksand tonight. I felt bad at a certain point. Like, normally I get real mad. And... The one
1: the one where he he came off a screening roll, the floor was completely open, and then Zion came over and challenged and he shot a layoff off the bottom of the backboard is one of the ugliest things I've ever seen a professional basketball player do. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, it, it, it was seen tough an NBA to watch.
1: Do a layup off the bottom of the backboard. The, but I the, mean, hey, Kirk with the Rick Carlisle, like he's resting the doubt. Like he's resting. Luke and Porzingis, like almost every other night, like we safe in the
0: playoffs. Like we're we fighting for eight We need one of these guys to play. <sighs> I mean, this sort of stuff is is very frustrating for me because. <laughs> It, it ends up with and this happens you really see it like on facebook or like with your friends who like kind of more casually watch basketball you can yeah. get mad at the player and then i see people get mad at rick and then i see people get mad at the front office and they yeah. really the only person who doesn't get a say i think is the player uh because the kp wants to play every night because he, he's tired of everybody talking shit about him basically yeah but but and you know Luca is a madman like that guy will play with like double ankle braces and his thumb <laughs> broken. So this is this is clearly like kind of a, a, a like front office ownership and and Carlisle kind of group decision where they look at these things, and that's what makes uh if everybody was around last night like Carlisle had this this really frustrating quote about uh, how they have enough talent to win but they just didn't oh, do they, it and i was killed, just like that's killing me right there. They well, he don't didn't
1: say that tonight because they definitely didn't tonight. That's one no. the least talented rosters anybody's ever going to put out
0: there. I mean, and and you know what I would have loved to have seen, and I'm sure that we got a lot of people that that want to come up here and, and at least give, give their say. I would have loved to have seen like Josh Green get baptized. Uh, uh, you know, because if he's going to play minutes in the NBA, he's going to do some of the Dorian stuff. It's like like I I, don't, I guess they were in it for most of the game, so it's kind of hard to 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 want to throw it away, but it's. We literally just, might as well just trade every draft pick
1: and
0: towards <laughs> Even if you're not going to play Green,
1: there play base some. I don't. Yeah. Obviously, Darn. some people said put him on Zion. He's too. He's too small to guard Zion. Everybody's but, too small. But what <laughs> yeah. is? He's every bit as long as Dorian. He's more athletic. He can't shoot yet, but really, honestly, neither can Dorian. So it's not. Just give him some minutes in a game like this. There's no reason that he can't get five to ten minutes at least,
0: just to see what. Right. happens. Yeah, yeah. All
1: right, I'll get off and let somebody
0: else talk. And y'all have a good night. No, thanks for coming up, man. Travante, what else you got?
1: Uh, that was just it for right now, Kurt. It's just frustrating, man, to see uh, see like Dorian Finney-Smith. Like it's every night with him. I'm like, man, we got to get us a wing. We got to uh, get. We got to get somebody. I, can't I know. With this
0: every other uh, night. I'm with you, and I, I then don't. The
1: white Powell getting twenty. What, how many
0: minutes did he play tonight? Seventeen, and he had one rebound. Oh my! God. I've had that circled. I've just been kind of staring at it for about ten minutes here. Because I mean, like I was, night. I was arguing with I don't remember the guy's handle, but I was arguing with the guy before the game, trying to say like, you know, it's very difficult for Boban to get minutes because they teams do what they ended up doing to him, which is just putting yeah. him in the pick and roll <laughs> and him getting <laughs> yeah. roped. Yeah, but Powell's. I mean, Powell's worse. And so, at least Boban like like it has the size to do something with it, but it's and by, just a, and Boban
1: will at least give us ten points.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean that like like we're 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 back to playing kind of center roulette like we did in the two thousands. And and you know I'm like I, I find myself kind of like passively wishing for for Willie Cauley Stein. Like that's a dark oh, dark dark existence. But yeah, I don't know. We probably shouldn't be too mad about this one. This is more. This is just going to be one of those. List of games when you look back, and and if the Mavericks are a seven seed, what I need from people, I've been thinking about this. I was walking my dog real quick uh, during the fourth quarter. I was thinking about is, I, I need you know what what this stretch of games, and maybe the Mavs will break something off. I still think they can, but I would like this sort of frustrated energy to carry over in to the the off season. And start yeah. kind of demanding more from the team. I mean, we're consumers, all right? Yeah. And, and, and you know, the Mavericks are so good about their forward-facing PR where everybody kind of buys their bullshit. And I get it. We're fans. We want to be hopeful. But it's just it's, – it, you watch some of these things, it's like this just is not – this is not the product we were promised. And some yeah. of that's COVID, but this is rough. And, yeah. and there's just too many – there's always a reason. There's always something else. And I'm not – you know – like, I. I, it, I Kurt, This guys. should be a little more fun, right? Yeah, definitely. That wasn't even that. Like, that was, that was kind of fun. Like, I'm glad they yeah. didn't get blown off the floor. Tim Hardaway came out just knocking every shot down. And well, they did not feed. Uh, Bledsoe guarded him well in the second half because he had a hard yeah, time even, like, getting the ball. Yeah, he was tough. He didn't tough. Even really score in the fourth quarter. I don't, think. I don't think he scored a bucket in the fourth quarter. Man, he, 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 had 30, he had 30 points and was a negative 18. That's hard <laughs> to do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to see who else wants to come up here because I'm going right, to go to Kirk, bed thank you, soon. Thanks for hanging out. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm. Christian,
3: what's up? Hey, what's up, Kirk? How you doing?
0: Uh, I got my second COVID shot earlier today, so I'm starting to like sink like a rock, but that's okay.
3: <laughs> well, you know, hope you feel better. Uh, the one thing I was going to say is, you know, I mean, my God was Josh Richardson, like just infuriating because it, him dribbling the ball just makes me want to tear my hair out because... He's got a
0: high dribble.
3: It's, like, loose, and and
0: when he gets going, it's kind of like watching the dude at the playground, and then he never seems to notice
3: somebody coming from his side. It's really and, painful. And, and when he does that uh, dribble behind the back, it seems to, like, almost hit his shoe, and he almost, like, loses it half the time. I mean, all in all, you know, I was frustrated during the game just because of that but my biggest frustration is like josh green and tyler bay should have gotten an opportunity to at least play some minutes this game and like josh richardson had shown basically the whole first half obviously the third quarter i don't really see the downside at bare minimum of giving josh green some of that run Like, I I just don't really see the downside to it. Like, at the end of the day, we're going to look back at this loss. It's going to suck for resting KP. Um, It's going to suck not playing Luka last night when it was apparently just a sore back. Now it's apparently an illness. But I think this could have been a game to give these guys some real run because realistically we have seven players on the roster that can play some decent minutes and at least give these young guys an opportunity to, who knows, maybe Josh Green starts knocking the three down or, you know, Tyler Bay starts really showing some uh, great defense and, you know, he already is a lob thread. I mean, I followed him uh, every game when he was playing with Salt Lake City and certainly a level down, but he is physical, not, you know, no one can stop Zion, but, at bare minimum he's extremely athletic he does have a nice frame to him and i just don't see you know that there's no positive to come out of this game really Eh, yeah i i i don't really have
0: any counters i i i tend to i tend to agree with you there's just got to be and above all else with some of the rookie stuff that we're at least kind of pining for is what we're actually talking about is really like like just something different. Like I would like to get mad about a new thing <laughs> as opposed to the same, same thing where it's just like, all right, well, what are you going to do? Um, all right. I'm going to blow through a few more folks up here on stage. Cause I want to give everybody I have a chance to speak through peace. Thanks for coming up tonight. All right, Chris. Thanks brother. All right. Next we got, uh, Doug. Doug, how's it going?
2: Well, I'm frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, uh, I'm frustrated as much by the fact that in two games that um, the Mavericks looked 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 really rough, they still had a chance to win, both of them in the fourth quarter. Last night, uh, I think it was about four points with uh, 10 minutes to go. Tonight, a Mavericks act- actually had a lead with about four minutes to go. And to me, that's the, the frustrating part is at that point of a game, there should be something that is you know if shots aren't falling at one end or getting stops at the other end, and it's just not happening at those points, it just seems like everything comes unraveled. And uh, to me, that's 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 as concerning as talent levels and load management and all those things. Is that these are games that even with you know last night Luke not playing tonight. Luca and KP not playing those are still winnable games and and they are they're games that I'm not even saying I'm going to look back I'm frustrated right now and and it really is one of those things that sure if I if you zoom back out a little and you know over the last 20 games it's been a good run and what looks ahead like it could be you know a good run these are two games that, to me, prove it's not just about talent. It's about mental toughness. It's about imposing your will and just allowing f- things to. Again, I'm I'm not saying that you run away with games, but get it, get it close at the end because both of these games last or ten, last night and tonight went from being winnable games to games that look like, oh my word, what what
0: just happened? Sure, and, sure. Well, last night was a little more egregious than than this one, where, I mean, you saw what Zion started doing when they sent the double. Like, that felt sort of preordained. This guy, once his stamina is up, this is why so many people, like, I was freaking out during the, uh, the, the Memphis game two years ago when the Mavericks won. I know it's probably, it's all butterfly effect type stuff, but. You know the Mavericks very easily could have ended up with Zion had a ping pong ball bounce a different way, and the dude <laughs> is just so good off of pick and roll. He's he lowers the shoulder um, in a way that is hard to referee, um, and he just gets by you, and and then so you're you're not connecting like foul like Shaq used to go through people. Zion does that too, but like he gets a little bit more of a corner. Like uh, I'm sure uh, people saw back in late February, uh, Miles Garrett. Uh, who is a Mavs fan? Like, she, like he tweeted a video of himself playing basketball, and it looked uh-huh. not that different than what Zion was doing. And I'm like, can we bring him in? We need somebody to guard. Because I mean, there's just no way to guard the guy. But I, I hear what you're saying about the mental toughness stuff. But this is where the bigger picture of the del- of of the team just not having enough top to bottom talent. Um, the Lakers are kind of suffering through through this without. Um, LeBron and and Anthony Davis and and the Mavericks is just much more acute. Where it gets frustrating is is for someone like Richardson who we were told were was brought in to help share the load and when he is bad, he is very bad. I mean, he is it, they, t- they they changed one of his shot attempts into a turnover. So he is eight of his last thirty shot attempts over three games. Goodness! And the Mavericks are zero and nine when he scores less than ten points. Right? He's remarkably important to their overall thing, and it just when he's bad, he's awful. And and there's not much I, I I think to do about it this year. I mean, this is they're going to get on a run because their schedules still is is not great. But again, you know, it, it's like what we were talking about. If they're going to continue to set guys. Who cares if the schedule's weak because the Mavericks are are weak without their two best players? I don't really know what they're supposed to do.
2: Well, and I think that, you know, it it is one of those things where, um, you know, and again, there's been talk already this evening about uh, should they be playing green instead of Dorian Finney-Smith? And I I, I guess that's one of those things where um, I'd I'd like to see it. I don't think it's going to happen just because Rick does not play guys – you know, he, he's he's shrunk the rotation and it is what it is. But I, I guess the thing right now, the only thing that I'm going to say the as far as this run of Josh Richardson, I guess the good thing is that if when we get to the end of the season and they're thinking about who they're going to resign or not, um, I think that 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 at least helps clarify some things, because I think Richardson, he, he just hasn't panned out. He's not he's not filling the role that he was brought in for. And so, again, uh, I guess
0: that's one of those things that it might it might help with that. And and, and even that part's tough for me, because I I wish that they would let him try to guard someone like Ingram more often. They just constantly stick like he's guarding Josh Hart. What, what you know, you just don't bring in the defending guy to constantly guard like the fourth best guy on the floor. I don't know. This is this is this is probably just one of these games we should chalk up to a loss and move on. Um, all right. Just, I'm going to bring on a couple more people then I need to go to go to sleep because I am ugh, feeling <laughs> yeah. vaccines are good, but I feel terrible.
2: I, well, and and that's that's something that uh, I, I'm I'm ready to just let you sign off,
0: and uh, and we'll just call it a loss. Well, you know, we, we as you, you know this better than than a lot of people in the staff, but we've had some some let's just refer to them as life changes in the Mavs Moneyball uh, staffing. <laughs> so I'm pulling some like triple duty these days. I, I do know that. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for coming on tonight, Doug. I appreciate you. You bet I I, I appreciate you doing these. Yeah, but it's, it's, I always do feel better after we, after everybody talks. All right. So Jonathan, I'm going to invite you up here. What's going on?
4: Ugh. I mean, where to start?
0: <laughs> it's okay. Let it out.
4: I don't really want to let it out because everybody else already let it out for me.
0: That's okay. Well, is there, what about this? Is there anything you're looking forward to in the coming stuff? Let's, Let's just move on from this one, and then let's try okay. to pivot to what's to what's next. What about what about what's coming? Is there anything you know they 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 play every other day for the rest of eternity? So we, <laughs> you know, it's kind of <laughs> on to the next one, whether we want to or not. Who would play next? Let me see here. That is the thing I should have known before I even opened this up. Um, you know, there there's still two games above five hundred, even though it doesn't feel this way. Oh, great! They play the the Thunder, who uh, okay. have. Somehow are are tanking, but they're not tanking because if you watched what they did tonight, uh, they they lost to the Celtic or Celtics, but they are playing like a G League superstar team. So there's an opportunity here for the Mavericks to 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 kind of notch a win against the team who really exposed them uh, a couple of, I don't know maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. So
4: and we fell back to eight. The Spurs, yes. I think. Yeah, that's not a good thing. But I guess the only thing to look forward to now is, like, long-term in the summer. Because, uh, like, oh, I don't really know. This is just not working. <laughs> this is just – I mean, is I guess Josh is on an expiring, right? Uh, so he is to... on
0: a – he has a player option for about $12 million, which is a pretty reasonable deal even for as much as he frustrates us. And, and I think if he continues to play like this, he actually opts in, which yeah, you know, he, at that point he becomes a – he and Dwight Powell would become kind of expirings for the twenty twenty one twenty
4: two season, and so my thing is, I think, I think the front office they decided not to trade Dwight this like this trade deadline because I see them like they probably have some sort of plan ahead of the off season to where if they need to create some space, I think they're going to do it by trading away Dwight. For I don't know how it's going to work, but I feel like they're, they're they save the Dwight trade. This summer, as well as I mean, they brought they brought in Josh to be the the three and D type of guy, but mm. he didn't really, you know, he's not playing that right now. So I feel like they if they have to move him, he, they will to bring in somebody in the off season. But I feel like if they, they it's all about the Mavericks bringing in a third star. But I feel like if they bring in a third star, I don't want it to be somebody like Kawhi. I don't want it to be somebody like like a really big star because it would take away. You know, it would probably take away the chances of you know it being like it would be called a super team if you have Kawhi, Luka, and KP on the same team. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm
0: not, I'm not going to be a bag. I'm not beggars can't be choosers. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, like, I understand. It's been so that. rough the past ten years, where I'm just going to be like, oh, you know what, okay. if they yep. it, whoever, I'll be all right with it. But yeah. that's going to be tough. Like, I don't think that happens, anyways. I, I, I will say your your pal thing is interesting to me because I can say this now that the trade deadline is passed. I talk to a lot of reporters, but I don't want to report a darn thing. But I think that there actually will be interest in Powell this summer because there was interest in Powell leading up to the deadline. You can see that with some of the way that the Mavericks were talking about him. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a lot of kind of positive self-talk about the guy. And (laughs) buying low on him is something a team might be interested in doing. Uh, this summer, just with one year remaining, it's not the way he's a good, good guy. Like teams like right. dealing with him, and so there's, there's, there's something to that, I think. Yeah. So I, 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 I do appreciate it. Um. Yep. What, so what else do we have? Is there anything else? Because I'm going to bring on my man Clint, who uh, is a Mavs Moneyball writer, who, who is probably itching to scream into the void. He was being hilarious in our chat tonight. <laughs> it's okay. Have Have a good night. You too. Appreciate it. All right. Clint,
5: what's how up, How are you?
0: Oh, I don't know.
5: Uh, you said I was hilarious in the chat. I actually almost got in trouble for being too hilarious in the chat. I think. No, you were mad. You were. Mad. I was no, mad. I've be been mad. pissed off, man. Uh, I've had a bad week, like non-Mabs related, sure, and uh, you know which a lot of people can probably relate to. Yes, uh, I've actually had a bad year. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I've been stuck in a pandemic. <laughs> and uh, it's been driving me nuts. And so I looked forward so much to this Mavs season. And uh, it's not going like I want it to. And it, what what I need, Kirk, is I need someone to remind me of a reason to be encouraged for the future with this Mavs team. Because when I look at it, I mean, obviously the answer is Luka Doncic. Yes. We've got Luka, and he's really good. And, uh, you know, he can do a lot of things on his own. And I think when he misses games, we're like, oh, yeah, this roster is even worse than we're thinking when he's playing. Because it's like, oh, without Luca, no one can really do anything. And uh, I don't know. But when I look at it, I'm like, okay, so trade assets, what do we have? This next year we have, you were just talking about it, Dwight Powell's expiring contract. Mm -hmm. We've got a couple of other guys on expirings like uh Trey Burke is on a very very minimal expiring contract he you know i guess that could be like a throw in kind of thing uh Richardson i feel like he's going to opt in um, i do too i, was, so I even, even
0: yesterday with, i felt differently
5: yeah yeah i mean after tonight he's probably going to officially opt in like now like he's he's in the locker room opting in yeah uh because of this horrible game what did he score four points four points on 1 of 11 shootings. Woo, man. Okay. Uh, and then he had, what, 17 turnovers? <laughs> <He had laughs> something three, like that. He had three
0: of the team's seven. It was pretty rough. Oh, wow.
5: Okay. Actually, three is shockingly low for what this it game felt like. like.
0: They felt, they felt rough. <laughs> I thought he I, had, I, like, I three on that. one possession somehow
5: yeah. at one point. I know he, he did a drive under the basket and then just threw the ball straight up off the bottom of the backboard. But, okay. So, no draft pick coming up. Uh we have rookies that we drafted who either really suck or either way, our coach is not going to play them. So there's very little room for like, Oh, these guys are going to be productive players. Sure. Um, just as far as roster spots available. Cause I, I've made a comment in the chat earlier that at this point, I almost feel like I don't even care who the new players are. I just want new players because I feel like I've had it with most of this roster. So, I don't know. Someone tell me what I have to look forward to, like in this offseason. What is a possible plan to fix this?
0: Well, let me give you. Let me give you the the closest thing I can give you to oh, my. I'm sorry. I'm sorry,
5: Kirk. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I left out one thing I wanted to say. Sure. Uh, this trade deadline, we managed to get a guy who may or may not even want to be here, despite being like a pros pro. You know, he's got that reputation, right? Sure. As like a. This is J.J. Redick, the hard-working pros pro guy that could step into any roster and whatever. And then it's like, nah, I don't know if I want to play for this team. And so that doesn't bode that well for me for, uh, you know, oh, everyone's going to pl- want to play with Luca, And I, I know that's probably not exactly true with Redick, but it's hard not to feel that way. Sure. Sorry to interrupt. I just wanted you to get didn't, that uh,
0: Don't worry about interrupting me. That's what this, this... – or you know we're going to have to we're going to have I'm going to have to rename these to, to to like like team therapy when when the Mavs lose and then something yeah. else whenever they win but uh, you know there there's a case to be made that the Mavericks can go on some kind of run mm-hmm. uh, and I think You know, basketball and sports in general are just so much about runs. Like, I'm usually the panicky one and upset, but I'm just so – I think I just feel so crappy that I'm just kind of like, ugh, about everything. But the case is that the Mavericks get on a little bit of a run the second half of the year. They play – you know, let's say they win 55 to 65% of their games, which is actually a lot because anything kind of above 50 is really what you hope for in the NBA. Yeah. they head in the playoffs they get a decent matchup let's say they get the sixth seed and then they play Denver they mm-hmm. take Denver to seven games and we walk away excited that's kind of the positive self-talk case and then they head in the off season with some momentum and saying these are the things we need to take the next step and I do think that they that they could do this you know there's been some chat chatter kind of you see it in our in our chat tonight here uh, with the app and then I see it online where people are very frustrated with the situation, and they kind of have different feelings on who is to blame, whether it's Rick for the rookies, Donnie for the team building, Cuban for existing and never shutting up, <laughs> um, KP for being whiny, Luca for over-dribbling, and honestly, it's all these things. Yeah, All these things put together. So you, you, you get a little positive momentum, and everything starts to feel, positive momentum at the right time, and everything starts to feel a little better. Two losses in a row following a week where where the Mavericks really had had played well. Uh, you know they beat the, the they beat the the Blazers in a crushing game. They beat the the Timberwolves in a, in a game. Then they lose these two, and it just it feels real bad. But again, they're two games over five hundred, so I think there is somewhere for them to go. Um, what we need, and I think the people who watch these games night in and night out, and anybody that joins these, it definitely fills because we see kind of the same folks every game, which I am grateful for. Um, is that if, if I just think that they they get a little positive momentum and we kind of start to feel differently. We really do. So, but you know, that's kind of all I got for tonight, I think. And, and, you know, we got, you know, a little lighter room than, than most evenings, but that's okay. I know. uh, (laughs) Suppose. I don't, know, I don't know how to say, I don't know how to say the last person who just talked. We said, I'm here to listen to Kirk yell. <laughs> and that's normally kind of what I'm about, but it's just this game, you know, it, it felt like a good fight, and I feel like there's some positive things to take away from that while being frustrated with the sort of same things we've been frustrated with. I think that's why so many people are kind of clamoring for stuff at the trade deadline. Um, who was it? It was Kevin Stump and our, and, and one of our Maz Moneyball writers who says, like, you know, the day of uh, the trade deadline, I was pretty excited to, to get um, JJ Redick. The next day, I'm ready to stage a citizen's arrest if the Mavericks don't go get Gordy Jang, uh, you know, and rescue him from, from waivers or something. And it's just like, yep, that's the fan expectation. Um <laughs> You know, Ben just said in the chat, Luca will heal all wounds, and I I tend to agree with that. Michael Middleton says Moses Brown is the best center in the league, and I got to say that I got some great responses to my tweet about you know uh, a, a guy named Moses grabbing all the rebounds. There's some. The internet is a great place when people are cracking jokes. Um, all right, so I don't really think we got much more to cover. This game stank. The Mavericks know it stank. We should probably just kind of close it up and move on um i'm going to go to bed and sleep till the end of time because that's how uh kind of been kind of the day it's been but i appreciate you guys joining me and you know we're going to eke out a little bit of content from this but i don't want to keep these uh going any longer than i need to so guys we will uh talk monday night because they play the oklahoma city thunder at a normal human time of seven o'clock central these later games are going to exhaust me. <laughs> all right, folks. Uh, come back. Tell your friends. I, I, we're going to you know, keep doing these, and I enjoy hearing you all talk. Clint, thanks for joining along with everybody else. And we will Thank talk you, to Kurt. you in a couple of days.
5: All right. Sweet dreams. Bye.